Hello and welcome to the Essential B2B Podcast, brought to you by Lead Forensics. I am your host, Joe DeCaro. We've got a different kind of episode for you today. I've learned a lot about sales and marketing over the course of creating this podcast, and I've spoken with some truly inspirational people. If you're a regular listener, you'll know that I always ask for one top tip from my guests at the end of each episode, so we've collated all the top tips from some of the great guests we've had over the past few months. You'll hear actionable tips, sales advice, and a lot of well-being pointers too. So, without further ado... Here are the best top tips we've been given on the Essential B2B podcast. So to start off, here's Brady Cram from Directive. Be a realist when it comes to your advertisement. And when I say that, really understand who is seeing the ads, when they're seeing the ads, how are they feeling when they're seeing the ads, and don't get lost in too much of the tables that all these platforms offer in terms of click-through rate and cost per lead and form fills. If you get stuck on optimizing that, you could be driving pipeline in the wrong direction. And so I always like to challenge the realities of the advertisement. It forces you to spend more time in a search terms report and spend more time searching those search terms, seeing what Google is ranking for those terms and asking yourself, are we aligned here? Are these people, could they ever become a customer? People who have intent for this and this is the content google's algorithm is offering but it takes time but i think that's the mindset is be a realist and really try to understand what's actually happening here's alison edgar mbe from smash it training so to me life is all about having a growth mindset if you do not know what that is i could recommend a brilliant book called smash it the art of getting what you want that covers that but it's all about battling the voice in your head to overcome negativity, stay in positivity and literally to smash it. Here's Amy Kelly from Creative Edinburgh. So I would say my tip of this week would be to book in a coffee or a Zoom call or whatever with someone you find interesting that has you know, popped up in your LinkedIn art, however they might have come across. And just to have a chat with them because I can't explain how re-energised I felt this week from just meeting so many brilliant people last week. So I'd say expand your network, which will expand your mind and just help you, you know, open up perhaps some new exciting opportunities. Here's Claire Daniels from Trio Media. Just chill out. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but but ultimately I think take things in your stride a bit, all being in a day's work, you know, as we mentioned when I was talking about the, the podcast that I do, and it's about trying to tell a real story of what it takes to get to where you're going. You know, it's very easy for me with hindsight to sit and reflect on how experiences have shaped me and how I can now respond to them. It doesn't happen overnight if I say, oh, well, this is how you should react to something. And, you know, I said that to someone recently. I was like, if you're upset, that is your re- real feelings. I can't tell you to feel any different about it. Just because I would have responded differently, it doesn't invalidate the fact that it has upset you. But it's about trying to learn from those experiences. And and I think if you can take the view of everything is an opportunity to learn and to improve and better yourself on the back of it, um, then yeah, you're able to see most situations more positively because you always look for something that you can get out of it. Here's James Gale from Shogun Social. Double down on video content and social right now. Um, there's something that shows up, that will never show up on the analytics sheet, which is the human connection you get off the back of video. 
um, it will not show up on any data. You will not be able to attribute it to any return on investment. Um, but what it will do is massively help your conversion rate when people come to you. I can't tell you, I think at least 70 to 80% of the people that I talk to have already seen my social content. And off the back of that, they feel far more comfortable talking to me. They're far more open. They feel like they know me already. Again, this effect we were talking about earlier. And even if it's just a few clips, it breaks down about 10 barriers before you have that conversation. And so especially if you sell B2B products or even if you do sales in general, all salespeople or board members or founders need to be building their personal brand as wealth, but also figuring out how their companies can function as creators in their own right. Here's Melissa Glass from Lead Forensics. Events are experiences, um, both internally and externally. You know, it's the perception of each stakeholder um, that event organizers need to consider when we're curating them. So whether that's organizers, staff, exhibitors, reporting to other departments, you know, there's a lot more to events than showing up and just having a good time. Um, The team behind the scenes, making sure the equipment is ready, making sure it's clean, you know, all your staff are briefed and okay. Um, Your internal infrastructure is really, really important. um, And it, 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 can make or break you know the success of an event sometimes here's michael manzi from official sales tips my top tip is at the end of any call that you're on any sales call or really anything here's the framework to use and this has made a huge difference and definitely driven millions of dollars in sales what are the next one to two steps assuming whatever they just said goes well you bring it to your boss they love it you talk to your team they love it what are the next one or two steps? And don't stop asking those questions until you get to like signature or whatever. If this did not work out, what are the likely one or two reasons? I'm not asking, do you think there'll be a problem? I'm saying it doesn't work out. What do you think are the likely reasons? And then finally, if that happened, it didn't work out for that reason, what would you do? This allows you to know the road of everything that has to happen all the speed bumps along the way. And also, does your car have the shocks to get over those speed bumps or do you need to help this person to close it in turn? That is the best tip I can give anybody. Here's Ollie Biddle from Collaborate Global. Hold yourself accountable and make time for that hobby, physical activity, whether it's walking, I would massively encourage running, but just hold yourself accountable to it. Have a goal, whether that be, whether it is physical or not, whether it's you're going to run your first 5K in a year's time or whatever. Just put something in the diary that you can then stick to. And then, you know, you don't have to run a marathon. You don't have to do an ultra Ironman, you know, just something that you can then say, okay, well, if I work a little bit every single day towards that goal, when you hit it, you'll realize, oh, actually, you know what? It's not about the race. It's not about that day. It's about all of the work leading up to that point. And then you suddenly value, okay, well, the fact that I did go out on that Tuesday at 9 p.m. for 20-minute run, because and it was horrible, actually benefited me eight months later when I built up that base layer of fitness. It's not about fitness. It's about, you know, having something in the future, hold yourself accountable, and then, you know, just take steps to get to that point. And then you'll realise that all it is is just chipping away a little bit and then you'll get there. Here's Paul DiCaro from IFS and my old man. I think the most important thing is just to be true to yourself, is to, is to be honest. That's the thing. So, so when you're in, 
in business situations, sales situations, if you like, just be yourself. Try, don't try to put a front on because people will see through it very quickly. There's always someone who knows that much more than you do. And it may not be apparent immediately. Um, so it's far better to be up, uh, honest and upfront. And, and I would say, and part of that is, is about being confident enough to ask the question. So if you don't understand what someone is talking about in a presentation situation or a sales situation, just have the confidence to ask them to explain. And yeah, it's a possibility that everyone else in the room knows exactly what they're talking about. But the chances are you aren't the only person. And the honest truth is, if you don't know the answer, you've got to ask the question because it, it will lead on and, and it will become more obvious. So that's my advice is be confident enough to ask those questions that sometimes you think, well, everybody else in the room knows this, but I don't. It's probably not the case. And just asking that question, in my experience, often opens up the opportunity. So then the person follows up with more information and information is key in these situations. So you then start to learn a little bit more about them. And sometimes you can just turn it around and go, oh, is that what you mean? We call it this. That's what we do with it. And we solve it in this way so i've often found that actually just being confident enough and honest to ask the straightforward i don't understand this question wins that would be my advice here's shivy gelotta from story experiment and learn experiment with what you're doing look at different options that you could probably do with whether it's a side hustle that you want to work on or maybe something that you want to really do in your own job experiment, learn, and don't be afraid to make mistakes because that's going to happen. And let go. That's one thing my boss keeps telling me, that you would let delegate work. Learn to delegate work. You're not doing that. So yeah, delegate work, explore, learn. Three things. Here's Stu Calver from Webio. If you aren't explicitly clear on why you're doing what you're doing right now, stop everything you're doing and become explicitly clear on it. So it makes the day-to-day hell of a lot easier you'll be so much more productive because you've then got a sharpened focus on well actually is the stuff i'm doing right now helping me to get there because if it's not why am i doing it here's taylor setterfield from leap create there was a quote actually which goes back to being um creatively unpredictable be strategically consistent but creatively unpredictable that's when magic happens and heard it from another webinar um but that's and that's really stuck with me because now when I go into campaigns I was very much you know where I'm looking at going to the strategy side I very much look at the um the insights and the data that's available to be able to create content that an audience wants and you do need that but if you're too focused on the nitty-gritty you aren't gonna be creating content that will capture an audience's eyes because you're just you're just creating exactly what they've already seen so it needs to be paired with being unpredictable in a creative way here's tom armitage formerly of SightSeeker, now of smith ai finding and saving five to ten really good people that you admire um, on social media and in particular linkedin and and this is why if you're just scrolling through especially if you're connected to a lot of people 98 percent of what you see is going to be crap which means that it's going to waste your time which means it's going to have a a neutral or negative impact on the way that you're using that time. So if if you're saving and setting aside the people that are creating high quality content that you admire, that's in your space, um, it's going to help you avoid 
98% of wasted time and focus, you know, on, on that time where you're spending it wisely. And then the other reason is the, this world of marketing is changing so quickly that you need to be keeping up with the trends at all times. And you, you can't not, you will fall behind in a very short amount of time. If you don't continue to read and research and see what's out there and learn what the best techniques and tactics and software and, and, and tech is available to you. So you could spend time committing yourself to reading all sorts of, of articles and publications and, and long form blogs and content, or you can shortcut that by following these five to 10 people that are in your space that are helping contribute to keeping up with the times and keeping up with the trends and what's available. Here's Tom Burton from Leadsmart Technologies. Understand your customer. And, and I mean that in a holistic way. And, and, and obviously a prospect as well. But understand your customer in terms of obviously what problem or what opportunity, you know, what problem they're trying to solve or opportunity they're trying to capitalize as it relates to what you do. But maybe even more importantly is how do they go about the process of you know, learning and buying and what is their buyer journey? Here's Tom James from Lead Forensics. The, the larger overall result. So I think my one thing would be um, if you're in sales and you know, you're starting out or, or wherever you are in your career, it's about identifying and finding those, those nuggets that you've heard over the years. And, but actually then implementing and pulling them all together, you know, actually doing something with it. So often you, you see people who read a book and they never they shut it away in the drawer and they, they never ever sort of do it. But it's about actually finding those small things, um, putting them all together and executing them every single day. But being really, really honest with yourself about it. And finally, here's Tyler Witt, also from Lead Forensics. Once you get your mindset in the in the right place, then everything else falls into place. And, and I and I truly, truly believe that. And I think that's where a lot of people, um, I, I you know, in my career, is they say, if I want to, you know, get into sales, then I'll be able to do this. I want to get this job role, and I'll be able to do this. If I get six figures, I'll be able to make this. If I get this promotion, this will happen. And it is no, it is the opposite of that. You get these things, and then you you get these things, and, and and I think when people start making that connection, and and they you know it becomes easier to turn off the device at night because it's like, yeah, that may help me respond to a customer quicker, but like I'm going to take the next hour and I'm going to truly invest in myself, right? I, I'm going to you know, you know whatever it is, I, I I've got you know I could watch this sporting event, or I could go walk outside for a little bit which will actually clear my head because I get anxiety when I watch sports. So I'm invested in the team. That's more anxiety. And people don't realize like, shit, man, you're adding more anxiety into your life. Like you're doing so much to withdraw right from your, from your mental well-being, and you're not making enough deposits. So like find way to make deposits. And, and so that's why I always think of like, like it's your choice, your choice. You can look at any situation and you can see it as bad. You can see it as good. And once you train yourself to just see the good, right? The good in the customer, the good in your company, the good in your product, the good in your price point, the good in the account, whatever it is, you train yourself to do that, you will find that things work out 
just tend to work out much better. There's still going to be things that just knock you on your ass, like, you know, blindside you um, out of nowhere like a bus. But, you know, you'll find that the rest of it on balance tends to work out. So that'd probably be my number one, you know, takeaway I'd want people to do is like, it is hard work, but it's absolutely worth it. Thank you to all my guests who have appeared on the Essential B2B podcast. And thank you for listening. We'll be back in the new year.